You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you for tuning in today. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you are loving the show, if you would take two minutes to go leave us a quick little review, that would be amazing. We read every single one and we love hearing your feedback on which episodes have been your favorite and just general feedback on the show. Review help us continue to make this show the absolute best it can be. And you are just, you taking the time to do that is literally everything to us. So genuinely from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So today, Evie and I are diving into a topic and question that comes up a lot, how to move your business to a new location. So whether you're a military family or your spouse is just getting relocated at his or her job, or you're just moving to a new city for kicks and gigs, the practical side of moving a business, especially for my service providers out there, can be very difficult. It can feel like all the work you've put into building up a whole clientele in your own town is just completely thrown out the window and you're back to ground zero, right? You might not know this, but Evie and I both started our photography businesses originally in Ohio and Kansas. Ohio for Ev and Kansas for me. We both have experience navigating the challenging waters of how to successfully transition your business to a completely new location. And so Evie now lives in Southern California and I now live in Hawaii. And so today we're diving into how to practically transition your biz to a completely new market. The strategies that we did and what we learned along the way are going to help you. So if you're finding yourself in the season of preparing for an upcoming move and are nervous about how to go about it for your business's sake, this episode is for you, my friend. Let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you here today. Like Lindsay said in the intro, we both have transitioned our businesses from the Midwest all the way across the country. <laughs> so we're really actually excited to be talking about this today because we get this question a lot um, of how we did that, how we went about it, some of the strategies. So I'm really excited to dive into our top three advice that basically kind of sums it all up of how to strategically shift and move your business and build clientele in the new location when you're looking to move to a brand new location. So I'll shut up and get started. (laughs) I was just going to say, we have both done it, which I I also said in the intro, but we we both done it. And so this, everything that we're about to say are like literally what we did. So it's like coming from our perspective, the strategies that we did. And so, yeah, Evie, you want to dive in? I got it. Okay. Number one, change everything online to reflect your new location before you move. So that's the key. Don't wait until you've arrived in your new location to suddenly shift your location or your your information or your bio. You want to be adjusting that the minute you know you're actually going to be moving to a new location. So that means on your website, you're going to want your who, what, where, all of that information uh, to shift to your new location. So I say 
I'm an adventurous destination elopement photographer based in Southern California. And I actually transitioned that before about a year before I moved. And I can talk about that later on, but I transitioned my whole date before I moved. And I know Lindsay, didn't you transition yours the minute you found out you guys were moving? Yeah. Our stories are a little different. You had, because yours was like your own initiative. You got to move whenever you technically wanted to. And I know you like marketed for like a year in Southern California before you technically (laughs) moved. Uh, My story is a little different. Um, My husband, we moved to Hawaii for his job. And so we literally, I'm, I remember the dates. It was in 2017 and we got word, we got word, we got notified (laughs) that we were going to be moving to Hawaii on April 30th and we, our move date was July 7th. So it was like, okay, not very much time to transition. So literally that day, like, I'm not kidding. I went home and like my website, my literally everything. And Evie can break down that Mm -hmm. a little bit more with the points, but literally every single thing online, I was like Hawaii-based wedding photographer. And for a while there, it was just, it looked kind of silly because I mean, I had- It's all like cornfields of canvas. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. It's wheat fields. Cornfields is Iowa. I'm just, you should know this. Cornfields is also Ohio. Oh, really? Yeah, we have okay. like corn, soybeans. We, we have corn, but we have <laughs> mostly wheat in Kansas is like the wheat. Oh, well, that's interesting. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> I remember um, it was just duplicitous. Is that a word for a while? Because yes. uh, yep. I, I had work in California, but like that was it. That was the most Hawaii looking thing I had. I'd never been to Hawaii before ever. And so it just said Hawaii based wedding photographer, but like a lot of it was like wheat fields and parks in Kansas. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so good. Well, yeah. I mean, that's basically, you know, essentially what you want to do is the minute you have any idea of where you're going to be moving and the fact that you are transitioning and relocating, go ahead and shift everything. That includes your website. Re-SEO your website to strategically target the new location as well. Change your social media locations. So when you post and you put a location, start tagging locations in the new place where you're going to be adjusting and, and moving change your hashtags and all of your geotags as well. Just change everything on social media, on your website. And then something else that you can do, neither Lindsay and I did this, but you can do this and this can really be helpful too, is um, work on paid advertising for that new location. So Facebook and Instagram ads that are very location specific, they can allow you to target people who live in a certain vicinity. So actually, those I, are some great- I, I technically did that. I, I didn't do Facebook oh, or did? Instagram. I did the not because like that's, oh, I mean, nice. that's obviously photography or like wedding vendor specific. Um, so that's not a, a, an example that applies to everybody. And I I have thoughts on that and I could maybe go into them on a, at another time or now. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I did it mainly because Hawaii, I just knew that people, like when people are planning destination ho- weddings in Hawaii, they're not asking like their friends. Because if you live anywhere else, you would normally like ask a friend, hey, what photographer did you use for your wedding if you're getting married like where you live? But usually when you're planning like a wedding in a place that you don't live, like your friends haven't also gone there usually. And so you go to the internet. And so that was just a strategic decision for me. Like that first year that I moved to Hawaii, I wanted, because the knot comes up like almost like one of the first uh, searches when you type in like Hawaii destination wedding photographer. So that's why I did that. Um, But then I got rid of it after a year because it just like wasn't my, it wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. So those are just some intentional and strategic things. Lindsay, do you have anything else to add to number one or you want to dive into number two? Yeah. I'll hit on the SEO point just a really quick little bit before we move on to point number two. Um, And this isn't an SEO topic or episode, I guess, but um, 
a little tip that I did when I moved my location. SEO, if you don't know, when you put your photos on your website, they shouldn't usually be named like what naturally comes out of the camera, which is like IMG underscore two, five, six, whatever. Like <laughs> that's usually what it is right out of the camera. And then when you deliver it to a client, it's like uh, David and Josie or whatever, like you name it the client name. But um, when you put your photos on your website, you want to rename them for like a very location specific like tag, I guess. So like if it's the venue, you could say like farm barn wedding or whatever. I don't know. I just made that up. Um, or if it's like uh, you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to do coaching calls, you could say like uh, business educator, uh, online ent- entrepreneur or whatever. Like you want to name it after like what you're trying to pull up for SEO. And sp- so especially for service-based providers that are moving their business, um, literally that day that I found out we were moving to Hawaii, I went in and it was a hassle, but I renamed every single photo on my website to say like Hawaii dash destination dash wedding dash photographer. And like I did a, like a bunch of variations of that. Um, so that's just a small little tip uh, under SEO. Love it. Yes. Okay. So number two, aggressively pursue community and clients in your new location. And so we're starting kind of from ground zero when you move, right? But something that I did, again, right when I figured out that we were moving to Hawaii, was I followed local businesses online before I moved there. Because I just wanted to kind of get into the space and, like, see what the—for me, it was the photography industry. So I wanted to see what, like, the photography and wedding industry kind of looked like. And I just started following vendors and just creatives in Hawaii um, just so I could kind of, like, start stepping into that space, I guess you could say. Um, And then the Mm -hmm. second that I got there, I started immediately plugging in. So I tried second shooting— literally as much as humanly possible. Um, I would reach Mm -hmm. out to photographers just like in Facebook groups online. I just connected with local photographers and literally tried to just put up my services and say, hey, I would love to second shoot just because for me, I wanted to get in that space. I wanted to immediately start networking and I wanted to immediately get work that didn't look like the wheat fields of Kansas. Um, And that's (laughs) second shooting for me was was a practical way of how I could do that. Um, And I actually remember, I think literally... Because we, we moved there and we were living in a hotel for, I think, like the first two weeks because that's just how it works with my husband's job. And I remember like, I think like day three of us moving there, like literally we flew there and then like two days later, I second shot a wedding. So because I was like hustling before we even moved there, like to try to reach out yes. and get those connections. So that would be my recommendation on that. Yeah, that's so good. I think it's also really important to plug into community in your new location. Um If that means, you know, a church or a gym or yoga classes or, you know, the Rising Tide Society's like Tuesdays together or local photography Facebook groups, just intentionally networking and building that community around you before you ever even get there. But then especially once you do get there, like going to those Tuesdays togethers, um, going to the gym, asking people questions, you know, whatever, just introducing yourself. And that there's kind of like a twofold reason for that. You need friends and you need community around you in your new location, especially if you don't know anyone there already. That's just a good Um, life thing to do is make friends in a new location. Yeah. And that's so helpful when you're moving to a new location to have people there who can kind of like support you and just be like already somebody that you can connect with. Um, So that's like first and foremost is you're going to need community and friends. But then secondly, it's also a really smart business move to be able to have connections and people there who you can ask questions about or who can refer you or you can second shoot for them or whatever industry you're in. Um, The other thing I would say is 
don't be afraid to, like Lindsay said, like follow local businesses online, like Instagram or something and DM them and be like, Hey, I'm moving out here. I'm new to the area. I would love to like grab coffee, take you out to coffee, um, you know, take you out to lunch sometimes, something like that. Like I'm, I'm looking to build some connections in our, uh, niche or in our market. And I just love what you're doing. I would love to, you know, build a relationship with you. Just be honest and, you know, reach out in that way. I think a lot of people really respect that. Yeah, totally. And then I would say the last little bullet point under this main point of like aggressively seeking community and opportunities um, is to even before you move there, start trying to set up well, I guess for like any wedding vendors, a styled shoe, or even just like for any service-based provider, like a like a set up free services. So even if you're a hairstylist, like try setting up um like hair shoots, I guess, there, like once you move to this location. Um, and obviously mm-hmm. that can be applied to whatever industry you're in. Um, but that was something that, that I, I did like before I moved is when I tried to like set up free shoots or styled shoots and things like that. Um, so that can be really good, especially if it's like a location specific location, I guess, or space. Um, mm-hmm. like say you're moving, like, well, I guess, Evie, you probably have a really good example. You did a, you flew from Ohio to Joshua Tree National Park before you moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mainly to get yeah. adventurous work, but also to, because that was in California. So then you would have proof of like, oh, hey, I, I live and work in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I also strategically, if you have the flexibility of like taking your time with the move, I was flying to California like at least once every like two months before I officially moved here. Um, so I was really intentionally accepting a lot of stuff in California. And when I would take a trip out here for like a wedding or something, I would extend it to like a whole week and then market that I was going to be here and then have like back-to-back shoots the entire week I was here um, to just gain that portfolio, to gain that community and that connection and that perception of, even though I wasn't living in California, I was out here and shooting a lot at that point and consistently promoting that. So if you have that type of flexibility, that's also a really great idea. Like give yourself some time to really build that up and travel out there as much as you can before you move. But yeah, that's also, I was lucky enough to have clients paying for a lot of my travel. So if you don't have that flexibility, this is a great way to go about it too. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. 
Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part. <laughs> HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. I guess the last point I'll make under this under this point, I keep saying that, but um, I keep thinking <laughs> of new things. Um, when you're reaching out to either like second shoot with people, you could also ask, because sometimes if you're like baby fresh and you, you're not maybe to like, you might. Like even reaching out to just shadow, like I think that's a really good thing too. Just like literally getting your foot in the door in any way, shape or form and just like offering like help, like saying, hey, I would love to shadow you and just be of service to you like on your wedding day or on whatever. Um, That's obviously a a wedding industry specific uh, example, but that was really helpful just to like offer your assistance. Something else you can do is reach out to somebody who's in your industry that's working in that new location and offer to, again, like shadow them, help them be a a free intern or a free apprentice, something like that where you're reaching out and just, hey, can I help you in any way, shape, or form? I'm moving to this new location and I would love to get involved um, and and help you out in that way. And I think that's something that if you send that email in the right way and you're super gracious and you're explaining your heart and sharing how you can help that person, I think that will be a lot it will be well-received. And if you say, if someone says no, then okay, they say no, move on, you know? Yeah. They just don't have capacity for it at that point in time, but that doesn't mean that you're a terrible person. So yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Moving on to number three, talk about it. A lot. Like a lot. A lot, a lot. (laughs) A lot, a lot. (laughs) Jinx. Um, Yeah. So talk about it every way you possibly can. So blog post, talk about it in your blog post, the fact that you're moving or why you love this location or blog work or a personal trip from that location or whatever. Talk about it in social media captions, put it all over, you know, maybe some YouTube videos or IGTV videos of the move or why you're excited or whatever. Like Lindsay, I know you have some good examples or ideas of this in general. So again, when we got the news that we were moving to Hawaii. I I literally after after the day that I changed everything to say Hawaii, 
I started working on a like an announcement blog post. And that was, it was twofold. One, it was like to literally tell my friends and family, oh, like, bye, I'm leaving Kansas. And it's kind <laughs> of, I'm going like not down the street, like I'm going far away. But strategically, I did it. I did that announcement via my website blog. Like I didn't just announce it on a Facebook post or an Instagram mm-hmm. caption. Like I did it on a blog so that I could like share it so that it was almost like a, like a literal like life uh, reveal, I guess. But I did it as a business and life move. So I, I just did it on my blog and I talked about Hawaii. I talked about the season that we're so excited for. So that was one thing I did. And then I, I again, I repeatedly talked about Hawaii, like why we're excited. I talked about like, pretty sure I shared a story about how we thought we were going to go to Hawaii on our honeymoon and then it was too expensive. And like, oh, this is just like life works out funny ways. Like I just tried to integrate Hawaii into anything that I was talking about. And then something else that we did. And I don't think I actually did this strategically. I just did it because it was fun and I really liked it. But we made a vlog on like the journey because I I used to like make videos all the time growing up and it just like was a fun, like, because it was a huge life change. Um, But I think I did that and I posted it on YouTube so long ago. And then I shared it on my Instagram as well. And I think I actually might've linked that once it was done on the blog post, or I might've made an, even a new blog post with that video linked, um, something like that. But again, it was just a visual of like, hey, road tripping. Because what we did was we road tripped from Kansas all the way to LA so our car could get shipped. Um, and then we flew from LA to Honolulu. But uh, just something like that where you're even vlogging or you're just doing an IGTV, like Evie said, you're just sharing the experience and the journey of that because that way um, you're you're bringing people along and you're just, it's coming up in conversation a lot. And when it's coming up in conversation a lot and visually even a lot, even before you get there, it can just help make that connection and like really online at least, like put you in that space in people's eyes a little bit more than if you just never talked about it. And then all of a sudden you popped up one day in the new location and you're like, hey, I'm here. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love it. I think it's, that's just a great way to just literally, I mean, it's pretty basic. Just talk about it and share about it as much as possible and almost share the excitement that welcomes people into that celebration, that excitement, that nervousness, that journey of the transition. Um, it's just a great way to be open and honest and invite people into your life and your journey. Um, like I said, I marketed that I was California based for literally a year. The number of people who actually thought I was based in California was actually kind of funny, even though I, well, I means talked you were like, doing I, your job, right? <laughs> yeah. It means I was doing a great job, I guess, but I like, I never tried to, I never lied to people. Like I would get on my stories and be like, Hey, I'm back home in Ohio or something. And, but I'd get a DM that was like, wait, I thought you were based in California. Um, so that was really funny, but I knew I was moving out there. It was just a matter of setting the exact date and making all the like details work and stuff. And I knew I did not want to continue shooting and marketing in Ohio because I was planning to move. And with the photography and wedding market specifically, you usually book at least a year in advance. So I marketed for a year to book the next following season out in California. So I got a lot of DMs now that I think about it too, that were like, Hey, I'd love to grab coffee in Honolulu with you next week. And I was like, Ooh, uh, how about in two months? Like, yeah. (laughs) How about when I actually move there? Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. It's just a great way to stir up conversation around where you're going and don't be afraid to ask friends and family or people who comment, you know, oh, so exciting. I love this. I can't wait to see what you do out in X location. And don't be afraid to like DM them back or something and be like, hey, I'm so excited too. If you know any 
people out there or, you know, put up a social media caption that's like, hey, we're trying to gather a list of the best coffee shops or the best restaurants or the best, you know, public hikes or or beaches or whatever in the new location. Like if you have any like favorite spots that we should check out. And that's a great way to just invite people to also join in on the conversation or connect you with their favorite businesses or their favorite vendors or their favorite business owners in your new location. So do not be afraid to open up that conversation. In fact, that's one of my biggest encouragements. Like strategically shift and transition your brand, which is number one. So change everything online to reflect it. Number two, like pursue that community and that connection out there before you even move out there. And then number three, literally just don't shut up about it. Like that's basically my biggest advice. Like don't stop talking about the transition. Well, and I think a lot of times when people say, like, or like we say, talk about it a lot, like again and again and again, people are like, well, and this is with honestly anything, not even just a move. We think that like everybody's seeing all of every single thing that we post. So to yeah. us, it feels like we're talking about it a ton because yeah. we're just saying it again and again and again. But you have to remember that the algorithm is funky and not everyone sees all the things that you post, whether no matter what um, platform it's on. And so you just reusing content, sharing it again and again, like people are not seeing every single time you post. And if they are, mm-hmm. then cool. Like Sally is your biggest fan then. Um, yeah. And so just remembering it's okay to post things multiple times. Yeah. And and you can intentionally and strategically talk about it from different angles and different perspectives. Like yeah. you can ask that question that's like, what are your favorite you know, businesses or or coffee shops or restaurants out here that I can connect with. And then maybe on your next one, you can be like, I've actually been really nervous about this move. And here's me opening up about that nervousness, but I'm actually like, God's been teaching me this and I'm really excited for this. Or the next one could be like, here, did you realize moving requires like X, Y, and Z or something like that? Like you can talk about the same topic from many different angles. So it's not just every single like blog post or caption or whatever, like, Hey, I'm moving. Cool. Have a good day. Hey, I'm moving. (laughs) Cool. Have a good day. Like people would get annoyed of that. But if you, if you re, uh, phrase it in a new way, people honestly are probably just as excited as you and want to be along for the ride and the journey. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Well, friends, I hope that answered your question. Um, I know, I had that question before uh, it happened for me, and I hope that this episode helps a lot of people, no matter what season of life you're in. If you are transitioning or preparing for an upcoming move, I hope that was super helpful. yeah, it was it was fun. Today was fun. There's a short little sweet <laughs> little chat. tidbit for you. Um, yes. But uh, if you liked this episode, please just um, take a moment, screenshot it, share it. Sure, I said that weird. Share it share online. It. <laughs> share it online. Tag us on your stories if you're listening. You can find me at Mrs. Lindsay Roman. Evie is at Evie Rupp, and the podcast is at The Heart University. And so tag us. We love to see them. We love to see and just communicate and answer DMs of you guys like talking and then loving the show so uh, we love you so much thank you so much for listening to this episode yeah go out and have a great rest of your day